Meister Sheni Perikei Mishnah Vav 5-6. We now begin a new topic, and it's a topic which really gives us some closure to various topics we've had throughout the Seder. Back in Masechus Peah, we discussed the various gifts to the poor, including Meister Ani. In Trumas Meisras, and now up until now in Meister Sheni, we discussed the gifts to the Kohanim, that's really Truma Gadola, as well as the Trumas Meiser, to the Levium, that was Meiser Rishon, to the poor people in certain years, that was Meiser Ani, and that's taken to Yushalayim in other years, that's Meiser Sheni. And in particular, the recall, very importantly, that there's a, a seven-year cycle, which is divided really into two mini three-year cycles. In the first two years, you take Meiser Sheni and take it to Yushalayim, and in the third year, you separate Meiser Ani and give it to the poor, and then again, in years 4, 5, and 6, the first two years, you separate Meiser Sheni, take into Shalim, and in the sixth year, you separate Meiser Ani and give to the poor. So, throughout those years, there's nothing forcing your hand to give it then and there to any particular Kohen mm-hmm. or Levi as appropriate. But there is a deadline. The Pasuk says, this is a Pasuk in Re'e, Parsh Re'e, it's in Devarim Yudalad, Pasuk Chavches, that's 14.28, it says, Miktzei Shaloshanim, at the end of three years, which would mean really at the end of each of the two three year mini cycles, Totsi es kol maaser tvuascha beshanahi. You'll take out all of the tithes of your grain in that year, vihinachta besharecha, and you'll put it at your gates, meaning you'll take it out of your homes and you'll leave it giving proper access to those to whom it belongs. The next Pasuk says, Uvaha Levi, the Levi will come, ki ein lo chelek mach. He doesn't have his own portion of land, therefore he'll get the Miser Rishon. Vahager, Vahayasum, Vahalmana, and the other people on the bottom of the social total pole, the Ger, the converts, who has no family to support him really, and no social connections, Hayasom, the orphan, similarly with no protections, and the Almana, the, the, the widow, who has no husband to protect her which certainly was a big issue in the time of the Mishnah and, and before that in the time of the Psukim, Asher B'Sharecha, that live in your city, Va'achlu, and they will eat their various portions, Visaveu, and they will be satisfied. That word Visaveu in other places was used um, as the basis of when one gives the various gifts, they should be a portion of significance that's Kadei that's, Saviyah um, enough to satisfy um, the recipient, a significant portion. So that Hashem will bless you in, in your hands and all that all that you do. So that's the mitzvah of biur, and that really becomes the topic of the next four mishnayos as we're wrapping up Meiser Sheni here. Um, biur, the elimination and sort of the deadline of resolving the giving of the various gifts that must be given, whether to the poor, the kohanim, or levium. Now. The truth is that there's three separate um, categories of how beer is going to work. So when it comes to trumas, and meaning truma gadola and trumas meiser, that has to be given to the Kohen for consumption, and meiser rishon to levi, and meiser ani to the poor. So the way one does beer is give it to the proper recipient. In other words, in those first two years, or the first three years, there's no deadline. You couldn't be sitting on Truma for a number of years, so you find a Kohen to give it to, or the Kohen you want to give it to, etc. But there is a deadline here. And the deadline comes 
on the, according to the gears that we have in front of us, on the eve, meaning Erev, Pesach, of year 4 and year 7. That's the deadline. So on Erev Pesach, Yodalad Nisan, of the fourth year, you must, that's your deadline. By then you must have given all your Truma, Meiser, and uh, Meiser Ani is appropriate to the recipients, so they got what they're supposed to get. And it's similarly on Erev Pesach of the seventh year. The truth is, as a side point, there is a um, Girsa issue. Some Mishnayas have a different Girsa than what we have in front of us, and the Rambam seems to have that Girsa, and therefore the Rambam actually poskins that the deadline is not on the eve of the first day of Yom Tov, of Pesach, but rather on the eve of the final day, the seventh day of Pesach. Okay? So that's what the Rambam brings, but anyways, we will talk about, as most Mephorshim do, and most, most Roshonim do, on Arab Pesach of year four and year seven. So that's the first issue, is you have to give what you're supposed to give. Trumas, Trumas, uh, Trumas Meiser, Meiser Rishon, and Meiser Ani. The second issue is Meiser Sheni and Netaravai and Bikurim. So those aren't things you give to other people. Your Meiser Sheni is for you to consume in Yerushalayim. Same goes with your Netaravai. That's supposed to be treated the same way as your Meiser Sheni, your fourth year of the tree's fourth year produce that's to be taken to Yerushalayim and consumed there as Meiser Sheni is. And Bikurim is supposed to be um, brought up to a, the Yerushalayim and, and weighed in front of the Mizbeach and given to Kohanim, um, but it might be sitting in your house. So those three things, uh, that when the deadline comes, Bio requires not removing from your house and giving it to somebody, but rather actually destroying it. Meaning, if you've now not gone to Yerushalayim in three years, and now we are on Arab Pesach of the fourth year, or the seventh year, and you have Meister Shane in your cupboard, or Netzeravah in your cupboard, or Bikurim in your cupboard for that matter, or even the cupboard of the Kohen, in truth, or Chlokas, we'll see. So then, you actually have to destroy that Meister Shani in Netzeravai, meaning that you have to burn it, or you could throw it into the, the ocean, whatever the case is, it must be destroyed. So Bior, in the context of those things, Meister Shani and Netzeravai, and Bikurim means actual destruction of the food, um, according to Rambam. We'll stick to that for now. And the third category is actual tevel, that is produce that hasn't been tithed at all. So that means it has latent trumasomysris, tithes embedded in that in that tevel, that untied produce, but they haven't been tithed at all. So normally the rule is that there isn't a mitzvah asse on the gavra, on the farmer himself, to do the tithing per se. It's a mitzvah on the produce, meaning there's nothing that forced your hand to take Meister Rishon and give it to a lady. You could leave your food as Tevel, and that could just sit around for a while. But there comes a deadline in year four and year seven where you now have to um, tithe your food and, and clean up your financial accounts, giving the Kohanim Levium and the poor people their due as appropriate. So, again, that third category, you have to separate your tithes from any Tevel that's still um, embedded in it. Okay, so that's the mitzvah of Biur. The mission I will discuss inside pretty much what I just said, but I, I wanted the proper introduction. It says inside Erev Yom Tov Harishon Shel Pesach, on the eve of the first day of Yom Tov of Pesach, Shel Revius of the fourth year in the seven year Shemitah cycle, Vishel Shvius, and of the seventh year of the seven year Shemitah cycle, Haya Biur. That's the time to do Biur to, as we just described, uh, settle the score with the various tithes and gifts. Ketzid haya biur. So how does one go about doing it? Nosnen truma utrumas meiser labaylam. One gives the truma and trumas meiser to its proper owner, meaning the kohanim. Now, once the kohen receives that gift, he doesn't have any deadline. Meaning he can let his truma or trumas meiser sit in his cupboard for a long time. 
he hasn't got the clock ticking till Ere Pesach or anything like that. You, as the farmer, as the Bailam, must give it, though. That's the deadline. Same goes, Umasa Rishon the Bailam. You have to give the Maeser Rishon to its proper owner, meaning to a levy. Umaiser Ani the Bailam. And you have to give the Maeser Ani that you separate in years three and year six to its owner, meaning to the poor person you're choosing, but to some poor person who's eligible for Maeser Shani, as we define at the end of Masechus Peah. Umaiser Shani. As for Maeser Shani, which is your for your consumption. It might be Mamun Govoa, it's God's food, if you will, but it's for your consumption, not, not other, another human being's consumption, um, as well as Ravai, which is included, but not mentioned explicitly here in the Mishnah, Vahabikurim, and also your first fruits, meaning, again, it's the seven species there it's Israel's praise with. Um, you have to take some of them to Yerushalayim to be given to Kohanim. Those, if you didn't do it in time, meaning if it's sitting around, or even if a Kohen, for that matter, has some uh, Bikurim sitting in his cupboard that he hasn't consumed, come the deadline, then mitbarim, they must be mitbar, they must be um, destroyed, b'chomokom, wherever they are. Wherever they are means whether you, the Bailam, have that Bikurim, or even if the Kohen has it, he also has to destroy it. In contrast to the Truman, Trumas Meiser, which he doesn't have to destroy, he can keep till later on. Okay? Rabbi Shimon, Omer Rabbi Shimon, disagrees, and he says, Habikurim nitanen lekohanim katruma. He disagrees with the treatment of Bikurim. He says, Bikurim is treated just like Truma, meaning must be given to a Kohen. And once the Kohen has received it, he doesn't need to destroy it come the deadline. Um, so that's a mechloks there. Um, but the Allah is going to be like the Tanakama. And now the Mishnah goes on to a, a slightly different topic. The question of what happens if you don't have the food in its original natural form, um, you've gone on to process it and put it into some dish. So does that whole dish now to be need to be um, destroyed, removed as appropriate, whatever the each whatever we're talking about the dish is inside the dish. So the truth is that the Yerushalmi says that if you're talking about something like oil or bread, where the produce itself is certainly like nikar, it's obviously in front of you. There's still the wheat sitting here, etc. So then that certainly is going to need to be um, removed or destroyed as appropriate. And the same goes if you have something which is totally gone. Like, for example, you had wine, which you poured into the tolent, and now the wine is just, it's gone, it's absorbed in. So that's for sure considered to be beer and no obligation for beer on that wine, um, or the tolent for that matter. Um, the question, however, is when you have a tavshil, a dish where the truth is, if you look very carefully, you can see that, that let's say, Meister Shani is still inside the food, um, but, you know, it's not, it's not screaming, here I am. So, for example, if you make a tolent and you put in some barley, and that barley is Meister Shani barley. So in that scenario, you know, if the barley is banned, it's still there, but it's not really screaming, I'm here. So the question is, do you need to now pick out the barley piece to destroy the whole chalent? And that, says the Mishnah, is a machlokus, hatavshil, if you have such a dish, where you've put the food that needs to be destroyed or removed in it, he says then, in such a scenario, since you can see the barley corns in there a little bit even, um, now you'll have to, if it's a Meister Shani, if it's a deadline come, you'll have to destroy it. And Beisil Omrim, Harehu Kamavuar, it's already as if it were um, destroyed because it's gone. You can't really, it's not It's not really screaming here I am anymore, and that is sufficient. Um, so then no need now to destroy the Meister Shani any further. It's used up. I'm just an important side point. When it comes to Meister Shani, although um, we said for the other things, and Revive for that matter, we said for the other different gifts, the Delen is Erev, Pesach, when it comes to your Meister Shani, since you're allowed to eat it, um, it's there for your consumption, you are allowed to retain, as we said before in the Masechta, uh, your Meister Shani produce 
um, that you'll still be consuming throughout the Pesach holiday, and you don't need to destroy anything when you'll be consuming, and you just have to make sure you eat it all, destroy it by the end, by the deadline of the last day of Pesach, when we will go on to the mitzvah of video maestros, which we'll discuss in a few minutes from here.